Hey, podcast listeners, thank you so much for just taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode today. Hey, I would love it if you would consider subscribing to this and also leaving a, a rating and review. That would mean so much to me. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. We've got a pretty easy way to get $100 to $150 uh, just extra just by going to a website. And I know that sounds really easy and it kind of sounds scammy, but it's not. I promise this is through a lot of different health insurance companies. They will offer rewards if you do different incentives or do, do different um, activities. Episode two of the Find Your Money Path show. And the plan is to do this once a week. It's going to be coming out every Wednesday. Um, so we hope you check it out every week. And we hope to bring something new and fresh and exciting for you each week about a, a topic of money. All right. So for this week, I want to give you, for the first couple of minutes here, a practical tip on how you can potentially get some extra income over the holidays and even as we stretch into 2018. We've got a pretty easy way to get $100 to $150. Uh, just extra just by going to a website and I know that sounds really easy and it kind of sounds scammy but it's not I promise this is through a lot of different health insurance companies they will offer rewards if you do different uh, incentives or do, do different um, activities that incentivize better behavior better eating better exercise better sleep things like that and I'll show you how to do that uh, on the computer in just a second for my health insurance and for a lot of people's health insurance it, the these reward programs reset on December 1st every year. So now that it's early December, it's a really good time to get linked back into it. You can you can um, if you if you went back last year and got the rewards, you can now go back and get the rewards again. You can do, usually do this every single year with with your insurance provider. The example that I'm getting ready to show you is through Blue Cross Blue Shield of Georgia. So let's go ahead and I'll just show you very quickly how to go ahead and get a quick 50 hundred. $150. All right, so this is the home page. So just gotta log in. And then we'll go ahead and log in and show you how to get to the rewards section of the website. All right, so now that we've logged in, this is again, this is Blue Cross Blue Shield Georgia. Click on health and wellness, and that'll take you to another screen. And then from there, you click on wellness toolkit. So this is the wellness toolkit page. Once you're here, what you're gonna do is you're gonna scroll all the way down to right here, this is like current rewards right here, click on the points. And this is gonna show you um, how many points I've already earned. So I've already earned 105, and it says I've used 100 and I have five left, okay? So you can see right here, I've already hit milestone one, earn your first 100 points. And I believe for every milestone you hit, you get $50, so you can get up to, there's three different milestones here, so you can get up to $150 in a calendar year. So let's go click on activity log. So this is gonna show you all the different activities that you need to do, and for this first 100 points, it's, you get 50 bucks just for doing this. So one of the easiest things you can do is like set these goals. You can take the health assessment. You just click on the do it button, and these things take maybe 10, 15 minutes max. Um, you can set and achieve a goal. This this is more something where you kind of have to log in once a day for 20 or 30 days and just kind of log that you've made progress in a certain area. And that's literally it. And then you'll you'll once you get the points, the next day you're able to click on um, click through and submit a request for what gift card you'd like. And there's a couple different options. Like you can get Target, you can get. Um, uh, 
gas cards you can get, um, movie gift certificates, any, anything you want, but it's 50 bucks and it's one of the easiest ways to get 50 bucks. All right, so you guys saw that I had already finished the, the first milestone on there. Well, that literally took me maybe 10 minutes yesterday to do that and I've already got $50 on the way just like that. Now, as you keep going higher and higher, the milestones get a little bit longer and a little bit harder to complete, but I mean, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, pretty simple, pretty easy way to get it. So I hope that was helpful for you. Please let us know if you uh, have any issues getting that through your insurance company. Some insurance companies might not offer that. Uh, a lot of them do though, so we'd love to hear from you if you were successful and able to get a few extra bucks by doing that. So let's move into the question portion of the Find Your Money Pass show today. And the question is, and we've got this from several different people, is what budgeting tool, what budgeting software do you use? And that's a great question, and, and there are so many different tools out there, things like YNAB, things like Mint, Every Dollar, a spreadsheet. There's a lot of different tools that people use. And what I always like to, to tell people is, look, this, there's not one tool that's gonna work best for every single person. This is very, uh, it, it's very dependent on how you, you know, kind of how your brain works and what you're gonna be most likely to stick to. But I'll give you a couple things that I always look for that um, help build discipline into the process. I can tell you one of the things that I struggled with when I first started using Mint was that, um, you know, if I had a bad week, you know, if I, if I just didn't, you know, spend well that week or if I knew I blew the budget out that week, I didn't log in. And so I avoided even checking it. And that's not something that's going to be helpful over time. You're going to run into roadblocks. You're going to hit bumps in the road. Um, and so, so having a system set up so it discourages you from logging in and looking at your progress when you had a bad week is not a good system for me personally. Some of the apps like Every Dollar, what I really love about that is there is a, a portion of the app where you know you go in and your transactions either automatically get loaded in there or you actually physically type them in there and then you have to drag that transaction into a category so you have to acknowledge hey i spent this money i spent you know 150 dollars at target i've got to acknowledge it and put it in the target bucket or put it in the the home goods bucket whereas things like mint and some other other apps out there they automatically do it for you. And while that seems helpful, and it can be, it can save you time and hassle, you're not having to acknowledge, hey, I spent this money and I put it in this bucket. I, I spent $200 eating out last week. You, you just see it in that category on Mint, but you're not actually physically having to acknowledge that, yeah, I did spend that money there. One of the things that I actually encourage everyone to do if you haven't done a budget or if you haven't tracked expenses in a long time or, or ever, uh, and there's no shame in that. I mean, this isn't something that everybody does. What I challenge everyone to do is do it manual for a few months. And I know that sounds old and I know that sounds outdated, but here's, here's why I say that. Doing it manual is just an easy way to connect back to acknowledging I'm spending this money here. And by doing it manual, the system relies on you putting in the effort, you having the discipline to do this once a week or every couple of days to keep up with this. Whereas if it's running in the background on Mint or another, another app, you're more likely to not pay attention to it because it's on autopilot. After about two or three months, you're in the habit of checking, checking your money, checking your budget every, every couple of weeks or every week. And so then switching over to an app is a perfect transition because we can use technology to our advantage, obviously. We just don't want it to hurt us before we're ready for that. So there's a couple different ways that I tell people 
to start manually tracking it. And, and the, way, the way I tell people to do that is through either for the first little bit of time, you just have a pad and a note, a pad and a pen. Um, and then every time you spend money, you just write down, hey, I spent on this date, I spent this much money at this store. And maybe if it's like a big box store like Target or Walmart or something, you have a little bit of a description about what it is. Otherwise, you just need those three columns. You just need the date, how much you spent, and where you spent it at. Another way to do that is through a spreadsheet. And, and you, know, might, you might save receipts or you might go look at your bank statement once a week and then just log those things onto a spreadsheet. And again, just three columns. The date, how much you spent, where'd you spend it at. That's actually what we do to manage our finances. And it is a discipline and it does take 15 or 20 minutes a week, but it always keeps us on track of where's our money going. And we have to acknowledge every single line item, every single expense that we're spending, we have to physically acknowledge that versus just seeing the numbers kind of add up on an app or uh, add up on your, on your bank account. It really depends on your preference. What I would say is don't always go for the most convenient option. Go for the option that's going to make you more likely to stick to your budget or stick to your, your money goals. That's the most important thing. And it's gonna feel like a discipline. If you do it manually for the first couple of months, it will feel like a discipline, but this is just like training wheels or it's just like riding a bike. Once you're used to doing this, once you've built this into your schedule, 10 or 15 minutes a week is not a big deal. And it really makes you feel empowered uh, that you're on top of your finances, you're on top of your money, and you're really keeping an eye on where things are going. So I hope this is helpful. And if you have any money questions that you'd love to ask us, please leave a comment below, send us a message. Uh, we'd love to help you. We'd love to answer some of your questions or hear your stories on a future episode.